All right. Hey, here we go. We got another one. And this has been, man, we've had a lot. I've had a couple of episodes lately. But I'll tell you what. I started this this whole podcast endeavor hoping I'd get a chance to talk with people that I like, that I find interesting, learn new things about people that I kind of thought I already knew, and maybe uh, have let some of my other friends get to know some of my other friends a little better. And I think we're doing that. So today is no exception. I got a, I got a gentleman with me who I find to be a lot of fun. And uh, that gentleman is Jacob Darling. For those of you who do not know him, Jake and I went to school together. Um, we do a few other things together, but we'll get into that. Jake, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, Dan. Uh, good to be here. I am a uh... A little disappointed you're lying to your listeners off the bat and calling me a gentleman, but uh, I, I will take the compliment I where do, I can get it. I do it just to be polite. Don't worry. It's going downhill. So from you tell everyone that? It's going, yeah, at first. Oh, okay. At first. I we'll get I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. On, the honesty will crank up and the and the politeness will crank down right, as, as we fair. go here. That's the kind of hard-hitting journalism I expect. <laughs> that's 100% objective opinions. All right. Yeah, I know. So I am uh, Jacob Darling. I've known Dan since approximately 2009, something yeah, like that. around I there. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw you, Dan, you... Uh, you actually did a headstand in the middle of the Havener Center in Rala. Travis West and I were talking Bull to you. Oh, shit. And mid, literally mid-conversation, you backed up to a wall and did a headstand. And I immediately thought, who am I dealing with right now? I do not remember that. <laughs> it was a fun time. I was <laughs> okay. very taken aback, but it was very interesting. Was it, did, was it prompted, this headstand? No. No, we were just mid-conversation, talking about opening week stuff, doing the uh, opening week mentor and shaping now, some did I start? Minds. Did I start by walking, like backwards, walking the feet up the wall and walking the hands yes, in? Yes, exactly. Oh, good. And okay. it, was, it was a post. It was actually one of the posts near the front door of the Havener Center. Oh. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> You can still see my, my Oswego shoe marks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Dan was here. That's your that's your signature. Terrific. Well, we've had some interactions since then. We did some golfing back in school. We did, uh, we would, we did, uh, hung out at some local, um, local public houses yes. from time to time. Yes, yes, we did every once in a while. And then... Gosh, since then, then gosh, you must have gone off after after Rolla, Missouri. You must have gone off somewhere else and just disappeared on us for a I while. I did. So I left Rolla, Missouri in, uh, I guess, December of 2016. Had a uh, about a three, four month stint uh, where I lived in my parents' basement after uh, after getting a PhD. Hey, I had one of those stints too. <laughs> Wasn't I lived upstairs like a like a real that's like a human being. I, my parents allowed me upstairs, but I, it was discouraged. Between oh, during the daylight hours, here. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I actually got caught. Um, it was uh, when Donald Trump got elected and gave the um, the federal hiring freeze. And even though that the job had already been arranged and everything else, we uh, we had to sit there and we had to wait a little while till they got all the paperwork straightened out. But after that happened, I went down to the uh, Air Force Research Laboratory in Air, in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hey, all right. So you okay? So you you had the job lined up, but then you so at least you you had a job. You weren't sitting there going, "I I am looking, mom." Yeah, come on, mom. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I am looking. I applied to three jobs last month. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I had it lined up, but it was a very frustrating time. Uh, honestly, I yeah, did the yeah. the dissertation in the defense, and then. I mean, that's obviously a very uh, stress-inducing, very high-paced time. And then the depression and, and distress. And then it was forced nothingness for three or four months. Wow. It was a little rough. What'd but. you do during that time? I had, a, I had a period of time off, and I got into disc golf a little bit there while I was doing the old job, job search there back in 2011, I guess it would have been. Yeah, I... Uh, uh, there weren't any disc golf courses in Potosi, Missouri, believe it or not. Um, Potosi uh, is a hub nowadays. It's actually, a bustling hub. You know what? I just lied. I have to give Potosi its its due course. There is a disc golf course on our in our city park. Um, so I, I do have to, to retract in, that statement from the record. I, now, I'm going to note that you did not say in one of our city parks. N that is true. We had the city park. That's actually not true either. Man, I'm I'm just not giving Potosi its due. Shout out two, to, to... Hey, man. Two Shout. city parks. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, just, I just Googled Google.com because I'm, I'm trying to listen and 
didn't look up Potosi, Missouri. Focus and finish, Dan. Focus and finish. <laughs> Potosi, Missouri. Uh, but I did a lot of bike riding. I learned how to uh, reload handgun ammo. Um, that was something fun. Kind of let my uh, neuroses come Do out. You get a little. Bit. Is that a little the little press that you see in some kind of psycho movies where they show that they always try to make it out to be some kind of like a little bit of a nut job, and he's got his little meticulous press that yep. he uses there. No, that's exactly it. That's and cool. it's the 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 meticulousness. That's. It's a good way to say it. <laughs> Let's you focus on some really mundane stuff. How long does that take? If you got, you say you shoot 250 rounds, are you able to recover all 250 rounds? Are you able to reload them all? You usually find most of them, and I'm by no means an expert. My dad taught me just enough to be dangerous, quite literally. <laughs> okay. And, uh, man, I don't know. You'd spend probably 20, 30 seconds per round to reload, and I, I learned that experience. I don't care to shoot handguns that much. so I it's, not, kinda, it's not that fun. Yeah, I just kind of focused <laughs> on it for a while. And, what's yeah. 9mm cost? Is like a quarter a round or something? I don't, I don't even know. I don't shoot enough anymore to really know those off the top of my head. Hey, what do you know? Potosi, Missouri has... It's not just a high school. It's a senior high school. It is. They go all the way up to the. They do. all the way up to twelfth grade. And we have both kinds of music there too, country and western. <laughs> Ooh, I never heard that one. <laughs> really? You're bringing all you're bringing all your small town jokes to I'm me, sorry. and you're gonna have I'm me. I'm sorry. No, wait, dude, you got me rolling on all these jokes. It's like, um, gosh, I remember hearing some joke for the first time, and I thought it was so funny, and to the point where people were annoyed that I was laughing because it, it was it's just a joke that everybody's heard a million times. I can't remember what it was. Either way. I'm giving you five points for country and west. I do want to know why yeah. there's a picture of a dog yeah. it for looks, Potosi, well, Missouri. It, kind of almost, it, looks, it doesn't look like a happy dog I was just necessarily. Gonna, it's behind a fence and it looks very sad. Oh, I don't, yeah, the fence doesn't help. And oh chi- my God. Plus chicken wire. I feel like I need to go help that dog. Uh, maybe we should go to Potosi right now. Let's, should we pick this back up? We can. The, yeah, Dan and I will be back shortly. Uh, We've got we'll a dog right to back. rescue. All right, we got to cut the uh, cut the audio here. My God, that was a crazy trip Man, to Potosi. Man, that was nuts. It was 24 oh, hours. How long? I, mean, I, I don't even have my left shoe. I haven't slept. I haven't. And just the trucker math down there is really next is, level it stuff. It is. It is some just kidding, folks. stuff. I've just been, kidding, folks. I've been told. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him in on our secret. What I did there was I pressed the stop button and I pressed the record button again about one second later. And I did my best to keep up with and it. And he's trying to, he's like, this is not what I thought I was in store for. I'm going to try to go home, try to escape. All right. Yeah, that was nicely done. Thank you. Thank All you. All right. Okay. So uh, let's see. After Potosi went down, we went down south and you're working on some, we'll, we'll just say we're working on some sort of yeah, military related stuff. Don't have to get any details. How long did you do that for? Uh, right at two and a half years, give or take. And was it right after that that you headed back this this, it a, this was, away? It was. I wanted to get kind of back in the St. Louis area. I I very much enjoy being closer to family. You know, a nice little drive down seventy to to go see family. So that's always nice. Um, parents moved to Columbia. I guess I should throw that in since we were just talking about Potosi. Um, but anyway, yeah, motivated by that, and then also uh, the government red tape present every day in a job was getting to be a little much so i decided that uh, i wanted to not do that anymore there you go being being closer to home is a reason a lot of people probably around our age move i had a good friend that actually left st louis to go back up to the northwest to be closer to family and while it's very sad for those people it's very happy for some other people it can so, be and it, it's respect. it's kind of just a realistic part of life right you're uh, as an engineer you kind of have to go to the job so you're, you can't live anywhere you want but there are a lot of options yeah we got a lot of folks that came from st louis kind of got lucky we got there's there's a fair amount of engineering around here and so I, I kind of fell into that and i'm and i'm happy with that but same hey everybody everybody's got a different path so what let's see so since then you've been back in st louis we found out pretty early on, my, my lovely wife and I, that you were back in the hood and we thought we'd hang out. So we hung out, started hanging out a few times. And uh, next thing you know, you stumbled onto our softball team, my I softball did. team. Like and subscribe. Shout outs, like and subscribe. Um, we are 
I mean, basically the best softball team out there. Not if you count runs, wins, losses, batting average, but just the quality of humans mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, the team. Mm-hmm. Pretty, it's pretty rock solid. It's not bad. And one thing I think the listeners need to know is that we can never play uh, college softball, Dan. Mm-hmm. Not even, I don't even know if we could what? anyway. Because we, we ended up winning, what was it, the consolation bracket of a tournament last year. And I think the team got like $80 for that. We're professionals. So we are professional softball players. That was last year. Oh, was. yeah, oh, last year. That's right. Oh, well, wait a minute. We I never got my payout. I didn't either. We were subs. We subs. Yep. We subbed for a team. I'm not going to shout them out, but big big ups to you guys. Blue colored t-shirts. Gentleman by the name of can't remember his name. I can't either. But he's a, I can picture a him. gentleman and a scholar. Yeah. Good fun team to play with. It was. Yeah, we lost two games. Our total score, let's see, in the first two games in the real tournament was 50 runs against to four total runs mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we had. But we went into the consolation bracket and just wiped them out, man. We, we did. We, I don't know what changed. Quite literally, nothing changed. But in that consolation bracket, we decided oh, we were playing changed. some softball. Quite literally, I changed clothes. I went home and showered. That is true, and I actually yeah. had to convince you to come back. Yeah, I didn't want to come back. Because we lost so poorly. You I, said you weren't coming I back. I was like, I ah, forget it, dude. And he's like, ah, come on, I'm already out here. I was like, that's true. And yeah. so we, I went back and had a great – I went like 13 for 14 or something in the net. Yeah. And, it, and it was tons of fun, and we and we won. Yeah, the team won 50 50 bones to split over 12 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I never got my payout. Yep. I don't, I'm not salty about the, about that. As a matter of fact, it might have preserved our eligibility. That is true. We didn't get paid. I'm going back to play. We, yeah. I'm going back to Mizzou to play for the softball team. There, there. we Did go. They, that should work out, right? That all makes sense. I think so. In a show of solidarity, um, I'll go back too, and we can both play softball. In you college. know what I always wanted to do was what kind of – let's look up Mizzou degrees. What degree should I get now? I'm not going to do that. Okay, so softball. Yeah, so Jake. let's see. Jacob joined the softball team as a sub. And we went out to do a little warming up, and this guy throws a heater right at my chest, and I was like, "Damn, Jake played before." What's your history with uh, with batted batted ball sports? So batted ball sports, uh, I actually played batted ball sport in high school for uh, for four years. Any specific one? You um, it was baseball. Okay. It was that was the subcategory of batted ball sport, <laughs> which might be one of my new favorite phrases on the record: batted ball sport, uh, or BBS for short, as we say. <laughs> Because there's softball and baseball, that is true. dude. That is true. Uh, so I played. I actually was the designated hitter um, on the on our baseball team, and I got stuck in right field when they thought they could get away with it. Was your high school baseball team in the American League? Is that what I'm hearing? That is actually true. Okay. Yeah, we, we we shifted to the National League when the Astros moved over. Um, then but, you lost. Then, yeah, then yeah. oh, and then they had to try to find a spot to find for somebody. Where do we put this guy? Yeah, we'll we to... had to switch over, but uh, it was it wasn't bad. My uh, my coach called me skillets because I had skillets for hands. So Teflon skillets, he's I'm guessing is what he was after there. There was really let's say a hand eye coordination issue with a glove and not so much with a Oh skillets as in Mm -hmm. you bang it around. Yeah, as in I have two hands. I was thinking that it slipped out. No. It's like how many black eyes did you get? As in like if you if you if a ball hits a skillet, it's not gonna stay in the skillet. You so got you got to throw it really hard to make do. it stay. You do. Do you remember that? Do you remember a Golden Grams commercial with Andre Agassi, and he hits a tennis ball so hard that it deforms his tennis racket strings into a cone shape, and the ball is just stuck back there. I don't. That is a that's a pretty deep cut. He hits the ball. Okay, it's Golden Grams. He hits the tennis ball really, really hard. It goes all the way around the world. It goes around the Earth. There's like CGI or whatever of the ball traveling through space. Comes back around to the same court. Doesn't burn up on reentry or anything. And he hits a full volley out of the air, square on the racket. Instead of breaking the racket strings, it just deforms them into a cone shape. And then he looks at it puzzled and tries to shake it to get the ball to come back out. Huh. All right, that's what I would think it would need to happen if yeah, you wanted the ball to stick in it. 
I, yeah, I was called skillets, not tennis rackets, so I don't know anything about that. <laughs> oh, dude, so we'd probably even harder then. Yeah. Probably have to go back, maybe circle around the moon and come Something back. Something like that, yeah. Eight G's, man. You ever watch Apollo 13? I did. A lot of, I did. A lot of oh, G's. Man. Yep. <laughs> a lot of G's. So let's see. Um, here, quick, quick, hot. So we've covered a couple topics here. Raleigh, Missouri, Potosi, Missouri, softball. I'm going to do, we're going to do a, a quick hot takes here. Best memory from Raleigh, Missouri. Oh, man. Oh, that's rough. I would say honestly, it was the the two weeks of being an open week opening week mentor. I had a blast. I, I did it. I guess two years. It was my junior and senior year. Um, did it. I think actually that's where I met you, or at least I may have yeah. met you just slightly before that. But Almost that's where certainly. We, Almost I feel certainly. like that's where we became official best friends. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I did that with you and Travis and a few other friends actually. And it was a, a week of fun. And on top of that, I actually felt like I was able to maybe as cheesy as it sounds, help some younger college students out, you know, first, first week in their life. It's not cheesy at all, dude. Give them some hopefully good advice and and coach them to make good decisions while still having fun, which is what I always attempted to do. Dude, I, that's funny that you say that because I hadn't, I mean, I'm asking you the question. I hadn't thought about it. If I, if I were to be asked that question, I would have the exact same answer. I did it a lot more times starting my, I, I loved it so much when I did it and I had such a cool, like they called them mentors, but they're basically just team leaders. We would, there would be upperclassmen or non-freshmen would get a would be assigned a group of like 15 or 20 incoming freshmen who show up a week before class starts and during that week they have orientation activities and kind of icebreaker activities and so Jacob and I or, or Jake is talking about something he and I both did which is to be one of the non-freshmen leaders of a medium-sized or small group of freshmen and so then there were leaders above us called the pro leaders that would have you know that would basically look after us looking after the new students, but their their job seemed a lot more serious. It seemed like they're not really supposed to be having a ton of fun. They're really need. They're actually the ones making sure shit doesn't go. And they were the the paid positions. We were the okay. volunteer right, positions, right, right. right? So they had yeah, a little was more a, weight. It on was their a shoulders. perfect. It was a we were, it was a perfect balance for us, where it was like you're not being paid, so you don't. Yeah, the the level of responsibility you felt was enough that if that you sh- you take it seriously because you do genuinely want to help, and you are genuinely having fun, but you know that you're allowed to screw off a little bit because it's like everybody understands we're not being paid more volunteering. So it's like, it seems like we had a respect and latitude or flexibility from above. Exactly. And, but then also the reverence and respect from the kids below. It was really, really awesome. That was my favorite time too. I did it five or maybe six times. Oh man. Yeah. I, I considered doing it in grad school, but I was always doing internships and other things that yeah. just never worked out. Oh, you don't want to cut it off yeah, short for that. Yeah. yeah. I was working I, when I was in grad school, my, all my work was on campus. And so I was able to, to fit it in as a, I don't know what you want to call it. Since it's volunteering, it's kind of a sort of a charity type of thing that you're doing, helping the campus out at no cost. And so it was usually respected by any professors that you're working for. Um, That was so much fun, man. That was so much fun. Well, cool. All right. Next one. Boom. Favorite story from uh, softball. Favorite story from softball. Oh, man, that was probably when I got hit so hard in the ankle, we all thought I died. Oh, my God, I dude. forgot about that. I, I, It literally hit me so hard. Where, where were you at? What position? I was, so I was playing shortstop, just to set the picture. We were down by double digits and of is runs. This, and is this regular season? This was regular season. It was, uh, we were playing, in our, in our softball league, we play the, I guess it's the softball league. It is run by or at least something like I that. I think that's I what they know. call it. Yeah, not but sure who's I, in charge. I, don't, I guess just on the record, probably not officially affiliated with um, anyway, um, playing shortstop, and they they put three classes of teams all in the same brackets. Sort of, yeah. 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 Because w- of the limited number of, I mean, it's it's a pretty pretty filled out league. There's there's hundreds of players, but there it, it ends up being that there's a lower of the rec, then there's the c- c- 
um, competitive, and they're sort of amid a straddling league, and each one has four or five teams. They try to make it work. It doesn't work well. There's, uh, <laughs> Sometimes. What are there? So I would say we're overly competitive in the just for fun and not quite competitive enough in the intermediate. That's fair. I think and, that's fair. Yeah. And we were uh, – I was playing shortstop. We were playing one of the apparently professional teams. <laughs> the competitive teams. Yeah. yeah the, these guys – and these guys are – they're good. These guys are a lot of times I've been playing for 20 years, and a lot of them play multiple games a night, four, five, six nights a week. They're just better. They just yeah. – they, they all hit. They all hit hard. They all feel – They, they also wear well. baseball pants to play Sometimes, Yeah, sometimes you get the impression – you can definitely tell that there are different levels of take it seriously – there and it's like, uh, I mean, I got you can't you can't disrespect the guy who hits 800 out there. And but then it's kind of like, yeah, the pants feels like it feels like it's going a little far. But then at the same time, if you ever have you ever slid out there, even in the grass? No, but I do remember you saying very clearly if it was game seven of the World Series and you were the winning run, you still would not slide in softball. <laughs> That's, it's not worth it. It's not worth that. It's not worth having to undergo torture for the next three weeks every time you want to take a shower. It's or not. sleep it's or not. move or put on pants. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm playing shortstop. It's against one of these teams because, you know, we'd all given up. And I went, you know, I like to think I may be a little more athletic than I am, if I'm being honest with myself. <laughs> I uh, went to backhand a ball and, you know, I'm a right hand, throw right handed, bat left handed. So, you know, cross over with the left leg, expose the nice fat part of my ankle directly to this line drive on the ground. Try to backhand the ball, miss, nails the bone of my ankle. Nails the sticking out part and, I mean, yeah. on the side of your ankle. I immediately thought, oh, God, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. So anyway. Was just because it hurt so bad or just because of where it, it hit? It honestly didn't hurt. I thought it was one of those things where it hit so hard and did something so bad that it didn't hurt. That you're just like, you, you, you're going to know it as soon as you, oh, as, as soon as you like um, Anderson Silva, you put your foot back down or yep. Conor McGregor and it just goes, turns sideways. That's exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> um, so anyway, I go, to, I, I sit myself out of the game. And uh, go back to the dugout. Um, I don't that's, actually. And that's for the record. That's the reason we lost. You wimped out and went yeah, and sat down. That's true. I don't care if we were down by eighteen runs yep. already. If you wouldn't have punked out and stayed in it, it would have re-energized and reinvigorated was, the team. I was actually planning to hit eighteen home runs in that game, <laughs> and I wasn't. I couldn't get around to it. Uh, yeah. But a, a very nice girl. Um, I don't know. She. I believe she was either the girlfriend or, or wife of a, a guy on the team. Mm -hmm. um, went and got me some ice from the concession stand. I iced it. And then I kept thinking, oh, this is going to hurt badly in the next 30 minutes, right? thought that for the next 24 hours. Never really did. I was, wow. It was very strange. But yeah, that good. was – it was – I mean, we were having fun with it, but at the same time – Best memory. It was a very weird – it was a very weird time, very fun time to remember. Best memory is what I asked for for the folks mm -hmm. out there. And all other – so in, what you're saying is that all other softball memories were worse than the memory of thinking you were going to be disabled. Um, well, there's a close second, and that's when your uh, lovely wife, Christina, said, Hey, Jacob, can you run to the concession stand mm. and get us a couple beers? Yeah. And then I'll, I'll get you next time. And I said, sure. yeah, absolutely. Um, so I go, I say, hey, I'll take uh, two, I think they were um, shock tops, right? Yeah. And uh, the lovely lady at the concession stand gave me two pitchers instead of two yeah, that's regular. Yeah, that's what beer is in softball, yeah, is a 60-ounce beer. I guess I didn't know that. So well, no, I don't fun, think it. I don't think it second. is. I think I assume it was her job to to say, "Wait, do you want two pitchers?" Because that sounds like a lot. But she's also so used to the same yeah. clowns that come in there every week and and want to leave with 120 ounces of beer. Yeah, and so it, yeah. it felt like a, a follow up question might have been warranted. Though, sure. But <laughs> anyway, that was a that was a fun time. As hey, well. dude, those are those those are pretty good answers, man. All right, dude. I'll so I'll stop with the pop quizzes. You're still on. You're still in the quiz, but this is more. This will be more of a quiz where it's like you get to sit in the classroom for 40 minutes and you have a few questions. Right. It's not one All of those right. where it's like five minutes. If you don't know the answer, you're so on blast. You're saying we're to the essay portion of the podcast. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, this is more. Well, short answer. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, short answer. And you get to pick three. You have to pick three out of the five following questions. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> no, actually, you have to answer this one because it's one I'm curious about. And if I'm curious about it, oh, you know that our under that our under ten thousand listeners are also curious about how, it. How close to ten thousand? Um, within ten thousand. All right. <laughs> well, within actually within four digits of ten thousand. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so somebody told me, a little birdie flew on my shoulder, a little birdie named Jacob flew on my shoulder and said that you recently got some new property. Got I a did. New, got a new place, a new house, a new domicile, mm-hmm. and the surrounding earth. What's uh, what's what's going on with that? How far along are we? What's what's what current stage of that whole kind of moving process? Are yeah. You? So I lived in St. Peter's when I came back to St. Louis um, originally in a little cookie cutter neighborhood, and I decided that the suburban life was not for me dan uh, it didn't it wasn't a good fit what did we do so bad what did we do to to drive you away people <laughs> dan it's just people right? you don't you, you don't like you like a place where you can go outside with your whatever morning cup of coffee and if i want to go outside with no pants in my yard i don't see how that's any of my neighbor's business the song that plays right when shit's about to go wild. Yeah, Somebody yeah. walks outside and they're sniffing. Okay, so you want to go out with no, your dangling so, out. Yeah, no, no, no. There's All, all dinglings are holstered, to be clear, uh, in St. Peter's. But uh, it just wasn't a good fit. I was kind of raised out in a more country setting. Um, we lived in downtown Potosi, but via that Google <laughs> map there, I, uh, yeah. there's not a big downtown, downtown, right? So we were always downtown. out. And my, my grandparents had a little bit of land. And so I was kind of like, hey, are let's there, do something similar. Hey, are there? Uh, we're looking at Potosi. Is there railroad tracks here of which one is not supposed to go to the other side? There, well, I mean, I wouldn't recommend either side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there are railroad tracks, but there are no trains there. Um, you'd have to have industry to warrant the tracks a train are stop there. Ju- the tracks are there just as a vestige yeah. to to a, to a time before when they were used for other things. Yeah, like, like um, denoting which side of town things. That is true. That is true. There's a place I'm going to note. Also, there's a place called Sandusky's Trends. I don't know what I, that I think I honestly think that's new since I left. I really don't oh, recognize. Oh, oh, he's one. out now. OK, yeah. great. And he chose Potosi, Missouri yeah. to go to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting you off course. You left St. Peter's. Anyway, you wanted a smaller. Yeah. So smaller I actually park. bought uh, three acres on a nice little little pond and I thought I'm going to build a house. And I don't know uh, if any of our listeners here have uh, priced building a house recently. Hmm. It's a little nutty. Um, it's gotten a little better, actually, I think, over the past couple weeks, month. But it was. Uh, an absolutely ridiculous figure was quoted to me by the one builder that would even return an email. So I thought, okay, you know, I'm living in St. Peter's. This isn't the end of the world. I kept my eye out on Zillow and actually ended up finding a nice little place in, uh, actually outside of Winfield, Missouri, about a 30 minute drive Northwest from, from St. Charles where I work and, uh, ended up putting in an offer and it was accepted. Ah, so you were joking with me when I exaggerated and said that it's going to be a four hour round trip for you to come to my house. And you said it's actually closer to three. It's really not that far. No, it's round trip. It would be probably an hour each way. So that's not round trip. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> if each direction, it's going to be about two hours total. Right. Okay. Right. Yep. Yeah, we're taking a look. So Jacob's zooming in a little I bit am. on, I'm, on I, what he's doing here. I'm going to dox him in a moment here when I get to. Yeah. And I will say operating a computer while talking into a microphone, underrated skill. I'm. It's a little oh, hard. Yeah. is that right? Did you? Oh no! Do you? Is there? Do you have some sort of a, a hobby or a pastime from your past that has allowed you that has gained you that skill? I well, I don't like to brag, but I used to be a DJ. What? What? <laughs> what? How yeah. far? How deep were we into it? Did you have a DJ name or was it DJ Jacob? No. Darling? Well, I did have a DJ name, but it was not given to me by me. Okay. And it doesn't warrant repeating. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 
DJ. I just want to do. D I'm just gonna do DJ and put a giant beep sound here. But I didn't actually say anything foul. All right. It's just. Oh, so your nickname was DJ. It was. It was. I'll trust you to beep. Do you? Will you beep it? Absolutely. All right. It was. No. <laughs> Which wasn't true. <laughs> On the record, like, I need to I need to leave myself a note somewhere that so says you need to beep that. Yeah, I guess I mean three fifty got to beep. In the grand scheme of things, I guess that's not the worst name. And it, and again, it was not a uh, it was not a self assigned name, but uh, that was the unofficial name. But outside of that, I I really focused on the kind of customer service oriented wedding DJ for a little extra cash in college, as well as the uh, the. Let's go DJ some frat parties and some other. Well, I, I don't want to offend any listeners. Fraternity parties. Sure, whatever. Uh, yeah, sorry. And, uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't, I, uh, I don't some people. Some people get a little offended by that. I've day, never understood it. I gotta but, be honest with yeah. you, man. I don't. I I think only dorks get offended by that. I understand the reasoning. It's like don't make fun of the stuff people do if they take it seriously. But no, I don't think anybody with whatever. Well, frat. so I agree with you. But I guess what I've never understood is how that could be interpreted as me not taking it seriously. Oh, I, don't, I just don't, I don't get that. I but, don't either. You know. I think it's stupid. Um, I think you're totally fine, but whatever, dude. Now that, hey, now you're going to get canceled. How's that feel? You know what? I, I told myself when you asked me to be on the podcast, I had two goals. Yep. Number one was come hang out yeah. and have a good time. Oh, great. Number two was to be able to host Jeopardy in 10 years. So oh, as long as great. as long as we don't preclude that that second goal, I'm I'm comfortable with. We what got we're doing we got here. beeps galore, dude. That are going to save right. that all are right. going to save your eligibility not only for college softball at Mizzou. That is good. <laughs> and all, but also to take over from how do you say your name? Mayim Bal. Mayim Bialik. You know, Dan, I've heard that name said a lot. I've yeah. never said that. I name. watch every day. I'm yeah. loving it. I'm loving Matt right now. And I watched. Uh, I watched all the everything during the um, temporary. What are, what are they calling? Uh, like Guest it, host. Yeah, and they weren't even like official tryouts, right? I, I heard not, Lamar Burton sure. did okay, and there was a people, there was an internet outrage. People, people wanted, wanted him big time up front. I didn't. I didn't love his. I, I mean, I think they all did excellent, you know. But I I, I didn't personally love it. He had kind of a, a little bit of a almost over the top sort of vocal cadence to it. Um, my favorite was Mayim or Mayim. Mayim Bialik, I think. Sorry if I'm getting your name wrong. My favorite is the one who now has gotten the job permanently. Yeah, it was supposed to just be a bunch of guest hosts, and eventually that guy, Mike, I, whatever his name is, the uh, producer. I cannot remember. He was yeah. going to get it, I guess, and then they had some scandal, and they, they said, well, we can't give it to him. So he stays on making billions of dollars as the producer, and they gave it to someone I liked a lot better. I think she's great, so I'm happy with that. And, hey, let's go Matt. He's actually on right now. I just got oh, done. 30-something wins. Keep it up, buddy. Oh. I like Matt. Oh, that's nuts. I, I honestly don't even follow Jeopardy that closely yeah. outside of right. just the news. They got an ongoing, wow. well, unless, he, unless 24 minutes ago this has changed, he is the second winningest now. So he, oh, he passed up Jeopardy Jake or whatever the guy's name was. Uh, Ken, Ken Jennings? No, no, no. So oh. Ken's still in first with like 75 wins, but he played conservatively. So he got 2.1 million in that 75. So uh, this guy, Matt's on pace to have more, or he's making more per, per win. But what was the guy's name? Jeopardy Joe or something? <laughs> the guy. I don't know. To be all right, all right, we yeah, can stop on Jeopardy, uh, dude. You got to tell us more about the farm that you bought. So yeah, I guess farm may be a strong word. It's. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a farm to me. I actually, so I bought the house with six acres, uh, house, and it's got a nice little machine out building. Those uh, those trucks you're seeing on yeah. Google Maps, not mine. There's about 14 trucks in the yard. Well, well, well there's people at your house right now. There dude. are. We got to call the cops. <laughs> Holy crap! I need to get home. This is satellite imagery. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't realize. Hold that. on. We should zoom and enhance yeah, and I was get there. Say, we'll can, get there. Can we zoom in and see my dogs? Aw. 
Dude, that uh, would be that's the start of the next John Wick movie. We zoom in uh, and we dude. see them kidnapping the dogs and we're like, that's it, dude. Then we really have to pause the podcast. I had a really weird dream the other day where somebody offered me like $50,000 for one of my dogs and I was like, sure. And then they came with the money and I just started crying and I'm like, I can't sell you my dog. Dude, that's the that's the most wholesome, sad and and fucked up and also but like what what why I you? woke up disappointed in myself yeah. that I would even entertain selling Dude, a dog. Dude, 50 G's and though, yeah, 50 yes. G's. And what you got to do though is you give them is you is you give them a decoy dog. You go that find you go find some yeah. other dog or you take their money, hope they forget they gave it to you, and then you teach them a life lesson by driving them down to the local shelter and introducing them to some of the some dogs that need a home. That's true. I could even pay the adoption fee for them out of that. Out of 50 the 50 G's. grand. Yeah. It's like You're I'll right. drop I'll drop 200 right. for that. But bra- my dogs are better than your average dogs, Dan, so that's that's probably why they offered all that money. Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. What's your dog's name? Uh, Ozzy and Abby. I like it. Yeah. I, yeah. I like names that sound like a pair. It's not yep. like Ozzy and Huntington or something. Yeah, that'd be Huntington would be a very annoying name to say all the time. Huntington. 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 It'd be like batted ball sport. It's, <laughs> it's just very hard to say, you know? It's not. It's not. There are net sports. There are batted ball sports. Okay. You know what's funny is as I said that, I thought that so clearly characterizes what it is I mean to say. And it's probably even a term that's out there. And you found it so absurd that I, I like it even more now. So, you know, it's a sit on that all right all right yeah <laughs> uh what's up we got the dogs out at the farm the i can dog, see the yeah. people right now and it actually turned out there were three acres right next to my house adjoining that right there and uh, is it this kind of like a trapezoid yeah, shape exactly here? and uh, it was for sale and what's... other house closed had a little money burning a hole in my pocket and thought hey no one ever regretted buying three acres of land 30 years ago right so figured i'd park a little bit of money there and have nine acres two and... separate so two separate lots two separate purchases yeah exactly um I don't know the legality of if it's something I should do, but in theory, I guess I could put them together, but yeah, I, that just knows, feels man. hard to figure out, and I don't know. You mean, <laughs> like I can do it on a dry erase board, I'm like, yeah. you have a box inside of a box, now if I erase the initial yeah, I box. Just wanna just, can we just erase this line right here? Yeah. And it's one. And I did, I, I did look, if I stand in the very middle of that property, Dan, I, I can legally keep people from getting within about 200 feet of me. And that's always a plus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, <laughs> okay. So we're talking mm-hmm. morning, morning, mm-hmm. hello, sunshine in the morning. Oh, so out. I'm not going to say I've never not <laughs> been outside with my pants off at this house, beep, beep, beep. but it also is not a regular beep, occurrence. Beep. <laughs> All right. Good. Uh, hey, this is pretty cool. Looking. So what's the uh, what's the elevation change like on here? Like what's the ISO heights or whatever they call it? If those? I had to guess, uh, just to the kind of the right of the house there or the, the east, as uh, Christopher Columbus called it, um, it's sure. probably the lowest part. And then to the very bottom left or, or southwest, probably the highest part. And, and kind of a gentle grade the whole way? Yeah, you're looking at 30, 40, maybe 50 feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so not terrible. a little bit of a hill. Yeah. And then this out here is pretty much empty, and it's all just grass. You just it is. You it with a big tractor? Yeah, I fenced, fenced three acres, um, so the dogs are living the they're running around dog. Wow, and, Ozzie yeah. and Abby out there going buck wild. Yeah, exactly. And then you actually have a, a tractor to, to drive and do tractor stuff, and you're a tra- fun time. You're a tractor guy now? I am. I am a tractor guy. I actually left my new my new tractor hat in the truck. I bought, bought a $25,000 hat, and they gave me a tractor. <laughs> See now, if I laugh at that, that's the time. That, that's the kind of time when people get mad at me for laughing. They're like, he's, "God damn it, he said that fifteen times know, today I alone." Know. I actually shout out to Ed Darling for that joke. I love you, Dad. Shout out to Ed. 
Shout out to Ed, Ozzy, Abby. Who else are we shouting out? We're shouting uh, out all sorts of people. Mom, here. Dad, Jesse, Katie, Daniel, Aubrey. <laughs> I like it. I didn't know we were doing shout outs or I would have had we, that prepared. Well, we weren't until just now, all dude. Right. Hey, Daniel, they even named the, looks like they named the road They did. Oh, him. I actually should tell my nephew that. I think he's just old enough now where he's he's... He sees through my like, bullshit. Uncle Jacob, that's yeah. not, that they didn't name it after me because it was here before I was born. Yep, yep. And he's a smart little guy, too. Smart so, yeah. little bugger, huh? Yeah. Hey, cool, man. So what's the next big project out there on the farm? I'm looking at the land. It looks real. It looks pretty nice, pretty wide it open. Is. Are you going to build a theme park? So I actually am, in a, I guess, doing a couple of things right now. Um, the first of which, I am uh, actually finishing a cargo trailer to make a redneck camper because I can't let my rural Missouri stay too far down you know cargo trailer yeah. is that was that flat and you built the box around it or you no, got a box to start bought it bought the box and then uh finishing it out kind of as a toy hauler where it'll have a little living area convertible living area and you can also put stuff in the you back can also you also put the do. tractor and the dogs in the back yeah exactly well the dogs riding the truck with me they're a little spoiled Aww. yeah and then past that i'm actually filling in a pond the guy that that lived there before me um put up a pond but didn't do it correctly is that this little mush it is thing in the middle okay and cool. it just basically leaked water down in the low part of the yard and made a constant marsh the Ooh. whole time oh no yeah so that was actually what motivated the tractor purchase and uh filled that in and am waiting to do a little more grading once it dries out it takes forever for muck to dry out in a in a filled in pond but once that happens gonna build a nice little kind of uh pavilion type of thing or gazebo back there and uh plant a few more trees that's really about it. Kind of get to relax a little bit more. Yeah, this is awesome. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm like genuinely glad to hear that. You, I knew it was kind of far away, but I, <laughs> I thought you were being serious when you said it was like, oh no, well over an hour. Okay, so yeah, it, and it's. I think a lot of people see like out in quote unquote rural Missouri, and it is. I mean, it's a very rural area. It is not a bad drive to work. I lived in at the like st peter's area it was a 20 to 25 minute drive depending on traffic this is 35 36 minutes right yeah. it's just really not that different sure so. i i got um i have a co-worker that's in troy Missouri, oh, nice. yep. and he says it's just not that bad and and the thing is i guess you're dealing with the all the extra driving it's just no traffic and i mean you got a few extra miles on there but they're just cruising yep. miles right so and, you're so you're listening to the in over my head podcast drinking a little bit of coffee or maybe like a morning red bull and uh, all the everything's holstered by this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've got everything in the holster. <laughs> and uh, it was made very clear to me by the HR department. Uh, they told me the same thing. I'm just like, whatever, I fine. know, rules. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I followed it. I followed the rules, you know, so whatever, I guess. That's when you're working for uh, the man or yep. something, I guess. I don't. What is the man? Is the man the government? You or know, does the I man just know. mean like bosses, like it's, like powerful people? A lot of times when people start using phrases such as the man, I kind of just stop listening. Uh-huh. So I don't, I can't necessarily say I've thought about now that how Now how long, now that being the case, now estimate, can you estimate for me, how long have you been not listening to a word that I've been saying during this conversation? Um, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> you're in Bear Park, you're in historic okay. Bear All Park right. Studios, where we now have for the first time a setup that is utilizing two separate microphones two separate guys we're microphones. at the cutting edge we're at the cutting at the bleeding edge we could not figure out how to have them on two separate input channels but by god we got two microphones that is true and one of them's <laughs> on a 25 foot cord so i could stand what if you think say, about 27 feet go, away right if you now you have to go yeah. pee or something you could make it almost all the way there that is true you yeah, know this is the first time though that i won't make you do it but that that we're not like 
yep. kind of uncomfortably yep. close to each other. I've never been, I've gotten used to it and all my guests fortunately have been flexible, but yeah, usually we're sharing I one mic and don't we're- don't know what flexibility has to do with uh, it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at the second definition of flexible. The one that says, you know, willing to adapt to different circumstances, okay, not the yeah. one about legs over your head. Ah. No, it, it's a, it's been good so far, but yeah, I have a new mic coming in tomorrow with a little mic stand. So nice. this will be the new normal where we can sit, you know, a comfortable four feet away. I from was each fine other. with the old normal on the <laughs> yeah. record. I, I don't know that we needed a new normal, but yeah. How were you? You never tried it. That is true. That is true. All right. Okay. Well, dude, hey, that's all right, man. We got. We got some good stuff in there. Um, if you're, yeah, if you think of something, just cut me off, and we'll j- go back to it. And I will really ham-fistedly cut the audio up to make okay. it sound. I was gonna say I, I was doing my best to come up with something last minute to cut you off immediately after you said that. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, if you think of anything, yeah. for, as a matter of fact, well, you know, as back a matter in of 1947, fact, let's talk about the real reason that the government is hiding the aliens. Oh, we can talk about that. What is it? Yeah, oh, is I, it? I don't know. I'd, I'd, they'd kill me if I told you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Only, see, hey, check it out. I found a hilarious name of a town. <laughs> for uh, for our listeners who can't see the computer screen in front of us, uh, Dan has pointed to what what appears to be Nutwood, Illinois. <laughs> oh, it's a, com- it's a comedy podcast, Jake. I'm 32 years old, and that kind of humor will never not be funny. Oh, I'm my just- gosh. And the way they've written it, the font they chose, the first four letters of the word Illinois are all the same. So, And probably the number one, too. Get your fonts straight, man. There's going to be times when a capital line, a lowercase L, and the number one might have to be in the proximity of one another. And I need to be able to discern one from the other. All right. So at this point in our, in our show, we go to what is widely regarded as the most, is the most successful, the most um, beloved segment of the show. That's when we go to the, uh, the podcast email and we see just kind of what is poured in. And most of my listeners know, because I tell them every time, we get, most days I get thousands of emails. I read every one. In fact, after more controversial guests, sometimes we'll get upwards of three, four million emails. Was that, how many did you get after your Obama episode? Yeah, whenever Obama was on, it actually, they shut down my account, and I think it was, they were censoring me. And so that one, we don't even know, but we're thinking it might have been in the trillions. Oh, damn. Or whatever comes after trillions. Yeah. So at this point, um, let's take a look and... uh, and let's see what we got. And like I said, I'll, anybody who sends an email that they want to want me to read online, uh, I can do it. If you want to be anonymous, you can do that. If you want me to read it first time on the air, I won't read it till we get on air. Uh, if you don't want it to be read, if you just want to tell me how you feel about me, really let some really let out some pain. What you was this email too. address again? Yeah, I've email, got some thoughts. It's, it's the name of the podcast in over my head, and it's at protonmail.com. You can make fun of that if you want. It was Jimmy's idea, protonmail.com. So let's head over to protonmail.com and let's see. Uh, what we got? If we got any any user emails, and of course, we have thousands. I see. Yeah, you, know, you can see. That. I see you cleaned up though. You That's good. You got that. rid of a lot of the trash email. That's well, very good. A lot of it. So I, what I've told people is, I need a lot of different types of feedback are good. I'll take compliments, of course. Mm-hmm. I'll take constructive criticism. I'll I'll even take deconstructive criticism, namely insults, if you can make them funny. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. If someone's goal is just to cut you down. It, it does hurt. Make it, it honestly funny. hurts a little Hey, bit. make it funny. Make everybody else laugh at my expense, at least. If nobody's laughing, if everybody's just like, dude, that was mean. Yeah, and I don't, mind, I don't mind laughing at myself as sure. long as I can go home and cry later, right? That's what people don't It's realize. a balance. Yeah. It's a balance. Um, and, then there's, and then beyond that, the other kinds of emails you can get would be stalking type of emails. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's keep those to a minimum. Or I, try, I addressed a few of those just directly. I kind of talked to my known stalkers, Megan Fox. That's there's good. a few others out yeah. there, Alicia Keys. Um, and we got some of that sort of, and then is, after is that stalking, okay. If it's funny, stalking is okay. If it's really, really successful, uh, 
or like attractive women or if it's like people I like like Shaquille O'Neal or like um uh or if it's hilarious yeah but if it's just like uh I know what you did or like I'm outside your window ah, keep it to yourself uh and then the final one is death threats and that was a hard yeah no. those are always a hard it's no. a hard no no it's thanks a hard no um well let's see what we got here hey what did I say? We got one with, that appears to be, and I know this name. This is a good friend of mine. I don't know if she would like to have her name said online, but it's M. M. Are you listening out oh, there? Oh, yeah, M- Michelle knows. Obama. Uh, close. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and check it out, dude. We're getting some. We're gonna get some controversial uh, opinions. Deeply offended is the subject line. And I'm hoping she's not actually, but we'll see. Dear Dan, I am writing to inform you that I was deeply offended. Good, so she's not anymore. Uh, nay, disturbed by one of your latest podcast episodes. Well, let's hear about it. I mean, we, we want to hear everybody's. She says, first of all, <laughs> first of all, strip clubs are fun as hell. Spreading misinformation to the contrary is extremely inappropriate and dishonest. Well, dishonest. Oh. And frankly, it's a gross misuse of your wide-reaching platform. Well, thanks for thanks for the, the opinion, but my goodness, I, I I wasn't I didn't know I wasn't expecting this. That that hits kind of hard. That yeah, I uh, I will have to politely disagree with her. I mean, I have no no issue with those who who Ooh. choose to to work at an establishment or go to an establishment as long as everyone is of truly free and and open yeah, I choices get you. i get you right that said i've always just felt so uncomfortable Dude, at those places that it's... was the take that was the take i had with uh, another good friend of mine a recent guest and we we said hey man we kind of came to the conclusion strip clubs not that cool a lot of like bachelor parties and kids when they just turn 18 and fraternity you know guys go out and get drunk in college and and, and it's supposed to be this next level cool thing to do and we're just like man did you ever have fun there no did you no we had i went Went to a, an establishment near near Rolla, Missouri once. Oh, I'm with sure. I'm sure I know which one you're talking about. A couple about. friends. I never been. To, I never been to that one. When it's okay. And uh, <laughs> okay. When we walked in, um, I will I will make up names that aren't theirs. Good. We walked in. The uh, the workers there said, "Oh, Bob and Bill, good to see you again." And it was a like a, a harmonious welcome to my friends who had apparently been to that fine establishment numerous times. One could argue too many times. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and you're sitting here going, I kind of just immediately you starting off on a bad foot. Yep. Okay. It's in it again. I, I don't judge. I, I kind of have a point in life not to judge. I do my best not to judge. I'm a human being. We judge. But that said, it's just not a place that I, I really enjoy going. Yeah. All right. So you you happen to be of the same mind as as Don and I were on on that particular episode. But I can see that. Well, I'm going to drop a first name here. Michaela, our our uh, our lovely listener. Thank you so much for your opinion. Is of a different mindset, and it's good. We like to hear a diverse set of uh, opinions about things. And I have I, hey, I totally totally respect your opinion on that one. This was just our kind of admittedly our own personal feelings. Let's see. I got now what she she goes on to use. Uh, she speaks a little bit about a conversation that Don and I had had about German, the German language, German people, mostly with respect to like being soccer fans, the experience he's had with them. Um, I think he was kind of basically calling out specific individuals that he knew and having a little fun. But she uses the German language here in her email. So I want to pull up something that might be able to uh, tell me what it is that she's saying. And if it's if it's appropriate for the airwaves. We'll let you guys. So uh, while you're pulling that up, sure. um, one of my kind of more fun experiences in life I, in 20, I think it was the spring of 2016, summer of 2016, I went to Germany for a conference. And while we were there, we, the, I think Germany was either the semifinal or final of the world cup. I probably am saying all kinds of things what wrong year, about that. 
2016. Okay. It, may, it may not the World Cup. It was some big soccer thing, right? Okay. I'm not. I'm admittedly not a huge soccer fan. Sure. Um, shout out Ted Lasso, great show. Um, the uh, uh, I just saw what the translator <laughs> popped up there with you, Dan. Uh, but to, to quickly finish my story before yes. we get to that, uh, it, we actually sat outside. It was my my academic advisor and I, and uh, had a couple pints and some uh, pub food and watched that game outside with the uh, the German German folk. Yeah, great experience. It was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't think anybody's really ripping on German people. He was uh, it was, it was all in jest, of course. I think. Uh, uh, I'm not sure exactly how it came up, but um, <laughs> I'm glad to know that you had a good experience with these folks. I'm going to try to get Google to, to say this in German. Oh, nice. And then we'll pick and choose how we what we tell. <laughs> Let's see what we had to say. Now, Michaela, if you're listening out there, tell us if this is what is what you intended. Oh, that did sound kind of sexy. It, let's see. Let me let's start it again from the beginning because my speakers kind of stuttered there. Ich bin ein böses Mädchen und ich muss bestraft werden. <laughs> I like how the second time I played it, it knew that we had to slow yeah, it down. Yeah, it, it, it was like, you this really, is Dan and Jacob. Let's probably, slow it down you for You probably him. want this to be slower for you. German is one of the most aggressive languages just That's when it hits what, your ear. See, this is the same take that Don had. He's like, it Jeez. sounds really nasty. It sounds kind of mean. It sounds... It sounds angry and kind of mean and that's what that was what we were saying i think when when you're raised in america and you know in english it's a it's just a di i don't know if dialect's the right word i'm talking out of my rear end here but it's just a very different cadence and a very different sound sure that we associate with i think maybe a little more aggressive tone is how i would describe that. yeah which makes me wonder i wonder i wonder if they get the same thing in the opposite direction i wonder if they're like those people all sound like a bunch of like <laughs> goofy motherfuckers well a bunch of dorks <laughs> or like they sound like they don't know how to stand up for themselves and they always are just being passive little wimps i wonder um let's see let's let's read the rest of michaela's email she says second and this is another controversial another sort of disagreement with the take that we'd had apparently she says second german is a beautiful language do do host i don't know she says something there with some symbols a little beta symbol there i think it's a shim Mommy. Yeah. Um, she says, obviously, you have never experienced the pure poetic joy of hearing someone sweetly <laughs> whisper in your ear, followed by the the beautiful and in, and to and rather poetic and joyful um, saying that we just let you guys we'll let you guys figure out what that says. Get your German friends to listen in. Um, I she, do like Michaela's title. I didn't realize that was an official that's position. Right. She, she finishes her second point by saying for, for that, the fact that I had never experienced hearing that that phrase before she feels for me the deepest sorrow and well okay thank you i mean you, you've clearly had a different set of experiences than i have and so that does sound like a pretty interesting one i have not personally experienced that and so hey maybe someday so thanks for sharing that with us uh, she says kind regards <laughs> her title is mistress Ooh, okay and uh she is the senior regional executive director of advocacy for german strippers in america <laughs> That's a very interesting organization. I didn't know it existed oh, until right now. Awesome. That's a great email. Thanks for sharing your feelings on that one. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I stand by it. I didn't personally have a good time at a, at a strip club. Neither did Jacob. Neither did Don. But you know what? That's just us. And may, I guess we're missing out. Like you, if you have unlocked the joy in something that we couldn't find joy in, well, great. And I'm happy for you. I want I want you to have a good time too. And I just have a better time doing more boring stuff, I guess. So thanks for the email, Michaela. That was awesome. Now the uh, the 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 ultimate email each day usually comes from one of our guests who kindly refers to herself. We now know it's a female, a mystery, a mystery listener at first, hopefully a future guest someday that calls herself Bear. And we've been trying to figure out who this person is, and it's been a mystery, but we are getting close. 
That's good. We're, That's good. Yeah, we're getting close to figuring it out. And I was hoping that we might have a bear email today. But we had, we just had one yesterday. Oh. And I'm not seeing it. Let me check one other. Uh, hey, wait a second. What have we got here? Oh, my gosh. How did she know your personal email? Uh, well, so I used to use my personal email for the podcast oh, until we okay. got a podcast email. Cause, well, because yeah. the thing is the millions of emails per day and trillions sometimes it was I overwhelming did, my personal. I did see you had to scroll through. What was it like? 24,000 emails to, to get to yeah, that just one? Just today it was 20. Yeah, I think 26. But yeah, yeah it's it was, a good thing you started. We were able to find it. Yeah, we put I, I always do that thing where you can do like a little flag. Yeah. yeah. Um, but look at this. At the old email, we got something from Bear again. How does she know? I was I the last the last Bear Hunt email we read was there were some eerie there were some eerie things there. It was starting to get me. She said something about liking candles. She likes cheese. She makes a mess with piles of shit. I was like, that sounds like I don't I hate to say it. That sounds a lot like my wife. Right? Doesn't it? A little bit? I'm gonna be honest. Doesn't it a little that makes a mess with piles of shit made me chuckle. Oh, I wasn't expecting it, to hear this that. This is uh it's kind of sounding like it reminds it me. It does. Lot. It a reminds bit. me a lot of Christina. So I don't know. So let's have a read here and see if we can get anywhere. We know it's a, a girl, mm-hmm. a female. We know. And last last email, we got the best clue at. She said that she has tasted chicken that I've cooked. Dude, so she's so one of what friend thirty of friend. forty thousand people. Friend of a friend. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. definitely definitely under. Under a quarter million people have sampled Absolutely. my chicken. We have and bounded so, the problem. Well, I mean, we were at eight billion uh, only a couple yeah. weeks ago. Potential that's, people. Or that's a pretty million. good improvement. If we can yeah. do, if we can take that same Square ratio, root every three week. or four more times, mm-hmm. we're we're getting there. Okay, so let's see what we get here. So it, look at this. She says, "So I don't know if you know who I am or not yet. No, still not quite. We have some guesses, but she says I feel like you're getting close. Two exclamation points. I am a female bear. I also have brown hair. I also am actually a human." I'm left pa- left she's left pod. This is this could be Christina. And I also live in the same Guys, I'm thinking it's Christina. She says um, I live in the same house. The same house as me? Well, uh, it I got to go in there and ask her. Maybe all those clues give it away. I think we know who the bear is. I do. I, oh my god, dude. Is so it, is she going to be a guest in the future now that we know her identity? Well, she lives yeah, she lives she lives really close, so it wouldn't be a hard That is true. I got I can't wait to figure it out. We'll have to confirm well, I mean, it next time. You you like a quarter mile away in the size of this house though right i mean you should be anywhere it's monstrous yeah the property is over 100 feet long by about 90 feet wide yeah. that's not bad yeah it's pretty good if you could make a baseball diamond but not much more it, no, no it, it would it wouldn't be a scale diamond um sure but we're talking maybe a parallelogram all right uh so it, i gotta Okay, so this is one of the most exciting thing that's happened on the podcast. We we figured out who our number one listener is. We're pretty sure anyway. I gotta I gotta confirm that. We'll get back to you guys. Um, she goes on. I'm too excited. My heart's racing. She says either way, no com- no comma. I know Darl. Hey, that's you. That is me. Is in the his house tonight. No comma. And I'm gonna need some help with these questions. Ellipsis. You want to do some questions? That's fine. I, I can I just first say I appreciate the ellipses. Yeah. I I'm an ellipses user myself. <laughs> I do I do and I use them a lot. Game recognizes game uh, for sure, dude. I there are times when I have to go back in emails and get rid of a couple because I've used maybe four. Yeah, and also uh, real quick sidebar, if I may, please. I use too many explanation exclamation points in my emails. Dude, I do it a little. It's because I'm general, genuinely an excited person. <laughs> I'm gonna need I, that report today. Today, <laughs> but and, and and people I think read them and be like, "Is this dude on crack? Like, what's what's going on?" I don't so, know who this guy thinks he is. I but have yes, to we are gonna have go chicken back fingers and in I the have cafeteria. a I have a hard rule that I follow. Three periods for every exclamation point. And I go back and tailor emails to make sure that's the case. Very good, dude. Yeah, I go I proofread my emails hard, man, and I do find myself having some some 
some uh, tendencies like that, and I, I'll have to take out ellipses. I, I, I do like to end emails with like a thanks, and I'll put an exclamation point. Same. And that's I, my signature at work I, is thanks, I realize Jacob. sometimes I'm, I'm imagining each and every person that's on that, that to list seeing thanks and like rolling their eyes and stuff, and sometimes I'll just make it thank you, period. Do you ever yeah. sign an email with regards? Um, I've done I'm, it like twice, but only when I've been very pissed off and wanted them to know it. Oh, passive aggressive regards. Yeah, yep. So not you, even warmest. These weren't even warm regards. Not these, even warm these regards. Were pissed off these regards. These were just regards. Mad regards. I almost went cold regards, but I was like, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't have the same. Ring. You're like tepid regards, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, see that the sidebar was worth it. Thank you. That was Thank a minute you. and seventeen second sidebar, and I think it was worth it. Thank you. Now, now, Bear, whom I think we might know to be someone I'm, I'm, I'm very close with, my wife. Uh, has a couple questions for us, so let's answer them. Let's answer them as if we know it's her. Okay. Good fuck with her. So we're just gonna pretend. I like it. Well, we're gonna pretend we know. All right. All right. First question. You gotta help me with these. If all the roads in America had the same speed limit, what limit would it be? That's a good question. So every road. Every, um, every light. I think any any place you can legally drive, or I guess a roadway. So maybe not a driveway or a parking lot. But any any like roadway. Let's call it any any taxpayer funded road. So like not a okay, driveway, not a private, but any street, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not a private lot or that's anything. A, that's a tough question because part of me says there shouldn't be speed limits and we should trust people not to be morons. Oh, which part of you was the that? And the other part of me toe? lives on Earth. So yes, I know I you can't trust people to do that. All right. Um, so assuming, yeah, okay. But I get, yeah, you're right. You expect people to... Even if the speed limit is 50, it's like, hey, but if you've never been on this road, why don't you take it easy when you're going yeah. around blind also, corners? Also, like your, your street out there, a nice little lovely neighborhood, right? If, let's say, all of a sudden it was a 70-mile-an-hour speed limit, right? I'd get you to shouldn't hear, drive 70 I'd miles get to an hour. I'd drive 60 tops. I I don't think I would break 50, especially in yeah. the mornings with the kids going to the bus stop. It's like 50, 55 max. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, that's a good question. So she did say, what? not what should it be. She said, what would what that, would that be? be? What would that be? Ah. Oh. Man, they're gonna make it twenty five, and then cops are just gonna no, stop getting tickets. No, I'm not gonna ever. do twenty five. I'm gonna say seventy miles an hour. I think seventy. Uh, yeah, that's that's a kind of a non-answer, but I feel like that's reasonable. If they all had the exact same speed limit, what would it be? It would be zero. Think about the think about the revenue from tickets. Yeah, that's true. Every ticket, you're going straight to court. So I might actually want to change my answer because I just realized the difference between fifty and a hundred on your street. Yeah. You're still going to kill the same amount of people. A lot of yeah, deaths either way. Like, and I'm not trying to be flippant about that, but if that's the case, let's just bump it up to a hundred so we can get places faster on anybody, the interstate. Anybody registering two digits only yeah. uh, in MPH, that is, of course, your KPH. We're going to let you go up to about one sixty. Yeah, um, but yeah. I, this is America, so I prefer to use real units. Just kidding. Yeah. We should switch to the metric system. Definitely should. Uh, anything up to ninety nine point nine? Oh no, no, ninety nine point four because they probably have two sig figs on yeah. those radar guns. Ninety nine point four is your new speed limit. Good question, Bear. Next question. She says, "Why? Why is <laughs> what? <laughs> why is why why?" She's, this is a very uh, like an existential. Why is Peter Gabriel the best musician there is ever? Well, number one, I want to say I appreciate the fact that she recognizes that yeah. and doesn't just say is Peter Gabriel the best musician. Oh, sure. Ever? It's kind of like why. It's like pr- why is squared of two irrational? Not is it? It's yeah. Like, come and on. So Peter Gabriel is the best third of Genesis. Some would argue half because there's a third guy. I don't even know his name. I like the part with the flood. Yeah, well, maybe. I don't even know what that is, Dan. It's a but, Bible. Ah, uh, well, 
Phil Collins is okay, right? Dude, I'm Phil a, Collins. Didn't people love Phil Collins? I, I, I'm not anti-Phil Collins. Like, if Phil Collins was, like, playing music at a party, I'd be like, well, that's pretty neat. It's Phil Collins. Wow, then, he's but, famous. But if Peter Gabriel... Okay, let me back that up. If 20 to 30 years ago, Peter Gabriel was playing a party, I'd be like, this is pretty neat. Some good music. Um, might have something to do... If this is Christina, which we're operating under the assumption, yeah. right? Might have something to do with the fact that every time I'd had one or two OJs in college... I would put on Peter Gabriel's Secret World Live Tour from 1994 and rock out. Oh, I it's see. A great I tour. See. I see. Okay. Um, but that's why. I think that's why. <laughs> that's the best answer. If it's Christina, I, I, I don't was, know. Is I, Peter Gabriel? I want to be your sledgehammer. Yeah. Okay. So that's, but that's so like in your eyes. Come on, you can't. You can't not feel human emotion. What's man. it? What's it? What? what what's in, it in, your, in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you say the light. The heat and I go in your eyes and we just keep and, and there uh, the light. The I, I feel is it? I feel complete. I, I am complete. I don't know. I don't think, I think I've heard so. This, it's I'm pretty good. A, I'm jamming to it later. What was it's the, good. What was it, the it's album? In the, your eyes. Oh, album? Um, Secret World Live, 1994. Got it. It, it was a it was a, a videoed con- concert. And indeed, was 20 mm-hmm. to 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. So you're on the right. Yeah. He does some weird stuff these days. Anybody who's following modern day Peter Gabriel, first of all, you probably shouldn't. I gave up on that a few years ago. Ooh. He's doing some very odd stuff these days. Okay, well we're gonna yeah. look that up too. Yeah. But that's all offline. Well, good. Great answer. I can't top it. Final question. What's that noise? I did. Did Christina just fall down? <laughs> uh, we'll check on her after the All after right. the pod, dude. We'll make sure. <laughs> uh, final question: When you're riding a bike, comma, do you often think about how cool it is that you can ride a bike? Shout out to gyroscopic stiffness. Am I right, Dan? Yeah, for sure, dude. You talking about like precession? Are you talking about like the conservation of angular momentum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you had a coworker that used to talk about that a lot when I worked down in Albuquerque. Okay. Uh, so that's why I laughed in case you just thought I thought that conservation of angular momentum was funny. But it is, dude. Yeah. It's funny. Think about it. It man. is it is a smaller thing in life and it's a a fundamental thing of physics that lets us do something cool. Yeah. Right. Is it know, not is it not amazing? I know I sound like a pretentious douche to yeah, say that. It's fun that you only have to have two wheels and you can kinda of do yeah, a lot of the shit you could have done. But only if you go fast enough. Right. Who is the asshole who was like Guys, I think if I ride this fast enough, it'll stay up. And everyone was like, whatever, <laughs> Buddy, man. you got a death wish. Yep, exactly, exactly. Same guy who ate the first egg, right? Who saw a chicken Ooh, poop God. an egg and then went, I'm going to eat that. Well, I think the answer to that one is more of like just the desperate nature of th- like they're eating everything. Yeah, back but then. would the- you not eat the chicken? That, not if he keeps crapping out eggs. Those were golden that eggs. That's true. where the golden I egg analogy came from. I could kill this thing and get maybe a buck fifty for it, or you eat a couple of chicken breasts if you if you salt them first and you cook them only to the right temperature. USDA. Well, anyway, yeah. um, USDA, FDA, and uh, or he sees him start pooping, and they're like, "Let's just go out on a limb here. If we can eat this poop, we just keep feeding it." That's true. We keep and feeding it. You don't even have dirt. to feed them. They just keep eating bugs and stuff. Thinking about getting chickens at the house. That's why. I, that's why I knew that. Dude, that's incredible, man. So uh, the answer to your question is definitely, it's definitely cool that you can eat chicken eggs and that they aren't more gross. That is true. Whoa. That is very true. Dude, I think we figured out who the bear is. I got to go ask her after this, guys. Next ep, I'm going to let you know if we actually have solved the bear hunt, and we're going to try to get her on the podcast. Um, but as of now, still still up in the air, but I'm really, really excited. That being said, Jacob, I think our time's about done here. We're drawing to an end. Um I'd like to thank everyone for listening. This has been a lot of fun. Hope to do it again maybe someday. Uh, and uh, you got anything else you want to tell the folks? I don't think so. It's been a great time. Look forward to, to meeting more of Dan's friends. And 
That's about it. And now you know something about him, so you can mess with him. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Hey, that was excellent. I'm going to leave that as the sign-off. Hey, oh, neat. <laughs> do it one more time. And that's the way...